This podcast was produced on the lands of the Wurundjeri and Wadawurrung people and we pay our respects to their elders past and present. This is Ingredipedia Bites, a super speedy Q&A with some of our favourite foodie friends and inspirations. We're going to ask some rapid fire questions and the answers will give you a little peek into their kitchens, snack drawers and eating habits. Danny Vallant is a writer, eater, traveller and cook. You may know her from her articles and restaurant reviews in The Age or as the host of Dirty Linen, a food podcast that goes behind the scenes of the hospitality industry. And it's recently clocked 500 episodes, which is a huge, huge, hugely impressive achievement. She's written multiple cookbooks. Her newest one is Salamati, a beautiful Persian cookbook, which she wrote with Hamed Alahiari. We are very excited to talk cakes and other delicious things with her. Okay, Danny, what was the last thing you ate? I just had some corn chips with hummus. Yum. Original flavour corn chips? Uh, yeah, they were just just like the normal ones. But I, I, um, my daughter forgot to take her sandwich for school today, so I also ate half of that. And then I thought, I was like, should I eat all of it? Because, but I thought, no, she might want the other half when she gets home. So I'll have some hummus and crackers. Good, good thinking. Good mum. <laughs> okay, what is the best food that comes in a tin in your estimation? That is so easy. It is chipotles in adobo because you only need a little bit, then you've got the rest and you can just put it in everything and it just makes everything delicious. Follow-up question on that one because I I agree. I love it so much. But because you only use a little bit, like how do you store it afterwards? Do you freeze or do you refrigerate? I just put it in in the smallest container possible with the least amount of air and I try to remember it's there. It actually stays in the fridge, I reckon, pretty well for a couple of months. And even just to like pour out a tiny bit of the juice and mix it up with sour cream for more of those corn chips (laughs) or carrots or whatever. Um, Yeah, it's super easy. Yep. 100% 100% agree. Uh, yeah, it, it's um, it's an excellent uh, bedfellow with QP mayo as well. Yes, QP, um, which does not come in a tin, but is also excellent. Um, <laughs> and I finished off some QP uh, today making said school sandwich. Huh. But the good feeling is that you've is when you've got another QP ready to go. Mm. Best. <laughs> the best. Essential, really. Yeah. Tell me what was in this sandwich. I'm intrigued now. I know that there's QP involved. <laughs> Oh, well, okay. So it was um, a chicken breast that was cooked with pesto. Uh, So sliced up, just some tasty cheese, some shredded lettuce, um, some like, she likes like sandwich pickle, uh, some avo um, and yeah, QP and a little bit of salt because she's a bit of a salt fiend. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I make the sandwiches which I probably shouldn't because she's perfectly capable, but I don't mm-hmm. mind making them. But I never eat them. And I was like, actually, what are these sandwiches like? And it really was very good. Yeah, I really hope that my son doesn't listen to this episode because mm. he'll be feel very shortchanged by the Vegemite and cheese that he had today. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with Vegemite and cheese. <laughs> yeah, true, true. I saw on Instagram that you went camping recently and I'm going camping this weekend. So I want to know what's the best meal to cook when camping? Well, 
It's a, I mean, it dep- it's so specific because we have a pretty big crew usually. So we have a big paella pan and that gets used for a lot of different things, including paella, but also fry-ups, um, schnitzels, uh, frying fish. Um, but, you know, if I think about my peak camp food experiences, it's probably buying unshucked oysters and opening them up, sitting them on the esky, opening them up with a glass of bubbles or a beer and, um yeah, just eating them in the open air. Mm, that sounds delicious. Nothing better. <laughs> so good. I've got to learn how to shuck an oyster before Friday. <laughs> it's a very good life skill and you will never regret learning it. Okay, bringing it back inside, what is your go-to toast topping? I mean, butter and Vegemite for sure. If I if it was my desert island toast, it would be butter and Vegemite. But, yeah, sometimes I'll add avo, cracked pepper and a squeeze of lemon. What, in your opinion, is the most underrated ingredient? Curly parsley. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell me more. (laughs) Well, people think it's so daggy, although I I think it is coming back, but I feel like I've made it come back because I've been saying for ages that it's okay to eat curly parsley. Everyone's so flat leaf. Um, But I think curly parsley is just like an interesting texture in the mouth. Um, It has a really bright flavour. It just makes you feel nostalgic. Um, And, yeah, I think there should be a lot less shade thrown at it. Yeah, I enjoy enjoy this argument. This is good. Because, yeah, I mean, it does make me think. You guys can do this as a whole thing. (laughs) Yes. We can get an hour out of parsley, that's for sure. (laughs) Could, definitely. (laughs) You've just signed up as a special guest on the uh, upcoming parsley episode, Danny. And so there for it. (laughs) Um, Okay, so what kitchen tool do you like using the most? Well, I'm road testing an air fryer at the moment. So does that count as a tool? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I'd say um, it's one I'm thinking about most at the moment. I've been very air fry skeptic because I'm just like, dudes, it's just a little oven. Can we stop getting so excited? Uh, But it is a pretty good little oven and it is handy. I think for small households, uh, it definitely has a lot going for it. So I'm still testing in it. There's a couple of things I'm really interested to see. One is apparently you can do a good toasty in it. Uh, and tonight I'm going to try crumbing some fish in it. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, when I bought my QP to restock, I also got some panko crumbs. So we'll see how we go. Yum. Sounds so good. Um, and what's the best thing in your freezer? Um, I mean, Ice is very important. Cat food is good. I'm (laughs) organised if there's cat food in there because she eats like chicken um, gizzards and stuff. Uh, Yeah, puff pastry is pretty handy. I did a puff pastry in the air fryer and opened tomato tart and that worked out really well. Um, So, yeah, among those things. Nice. Okay, moving into the sweet portion of the interview now. Uh, What is your favourite kind of chocolate? Uh, well, I wrote a story recently about, you know, this, how the cocoa supply chain, and that is a really great way to like ruin Easter because <laughs> it's very hard to get ethically sourced chocolate. So, I, but I really have made an effort to only uh, 
eat chocolate that has a known supply chain. So that really restricts you a lot. So in Australia, let's say like brands like Bird Snake are um, really good. Um, Cuvée is another one that is used in a lot of restaurant kitchens and you can also buy it. So I think the thing with chocolate is you do have to pay more for stuff that um, is ethical and that's just how it is. What's your favourite kind of cake? Well, my mum's chocolate chestnut cake, hopefully made with ethical chocolate, <laughs> is my favourite. Uh, it's, um, yeah, it's just the family go-to for celebrations. It's very creamy. It's got a chocolate ganache between very dense chestnut cake. Uh, and so, yeah, it just reminds me of lovely occasions. Um, and, yeah, we've never, ever seen that cake anywhere else. Mum did a... Uh, she did a like just as a home cook. She did a cordon bleu course in London, like back in the day, like in the sixties or something, and she learnt it there. And she's had the recipe with her ever since. I was just about to ask that. Yeah, like, is your um, you, does your love of food come from your mum, or has there been other influences along the way? Uh, mum is definitely uh, a really, really great cook, and um, yeah, we always ate really well. But I think a- another influence was my um, dad's side of the family, which is Jewish, and there's a lot of great cooking from my grandma when I was growing up. A lot of Central and Eastern European dishes, uh, yeah, great cakes, um, uh, yeah, huge tolerance for a, a, like rich, stodgy bean and meat dishes so yeah I think from there but honestly I think living in Melbourne it's just pretty hard to not get obsessed about food 100% yes agree (laughs) um okay uh staying with the sweets what is your favorite ice cream flavor oh I just heard today about this Vegemite and white chocolate one at um fluffy What's torpedo. Called? Fluffy torpedo. Yeah, I've had that. It's so oh, good. Is it good? <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm so intrigued by that. Uh yeah, but I can't say it's my favorite because I haven't had it. Uh, what is my favorite? Probably uh pistachio. Classic. Classic. Yeah. Okay. What do you buy in bulk? Uh, I don't have a large place, so every I don't I'm not a huge there's no garage or anything to store like um, crates or whatever they call trays of tomatoes or anything. Uh, I think probably the only thing I would say I do buy in bulk is um, around this time of year, a few boxes of tomatoes and make passata, which hopefully lasts the year. Uh, So yeah, I think it's just about to come up or it's around that time. So yeah, I will hopefully be sterilizing jars in my not too distant future. Always intrigued uh, when we get to interview people who have written cookbooks uh, as you have. Um, just it seems so like wildly difficult and crazy for, for somebody who hasn't done it before. But have you got a, a favourite recipe that you've you've written? One one that you you would point out and go, yeah, this is the this is the one. Uh, I think the recipe that I'm I suppose best known for is the Basque cheesecake, and it's weird because it's definitely not my recipe. It's a you know recipe from a um, from a bar in San Sebastian called La Vigna. But I think what I love about that recipe is that so many people have made my like interpretation of it, and that's brought them such joy. I think when you write a recipe or you know share a recipe, and people actually buy the ingredients and cook it in their own kitchen, and that a cake, it's a cake, so it's a, a, usually an occasion food. That is such an enormous amount of trust that they put in you. And when it works out, I just find that so incredibly rewarding. 
so it's a very simple recipe. Um, it, I had to, you know, stand there and ask the um, guys, like, you know, how how what do you put in it, and what are the yeah what are the quantities and all that. So it's a bit of a sourcing mission. Uh, but yeah, it's honestly, I yeah. I, every day someone makes it and shares it and it always works and people always love it. So it's extremely gratifying. Mm, I've heard about it for ages, but I actually looked up the recipe for the first time today and I'm like, a kilo of cream cheese, it's absolutely going to be a delicious cake. <laughs> it's just like a win, but then that's before you even get to like the cream and the sugar, so and like seven eggs. So, yeah, it's Yum. it's a winner and it's so easy. And then your most recent cookbook is Salamati. Um, what's your favourite Persian recipe from that one? Uh, it's such a beautiful book and it's, you know, all Hamed's recipes. Uh, I think my favourite one to eat is the eggplant omelette. It's a recipe that I, I would never have thought to put eggplant in an omelette, but it's so delicious, just like those smoky, soft eggplants um, sort of folded through an omelette eaten with flatbread. It's To me, it's so surprising. But even now, I'm very familiar with it. I always find it exciting to eat it. So, yeah, I'd say that one. Nice. Um, okay, so what are you always craving? Bread and butter. <laughs> okay, last question. What is the next thing you'll probably eat? I'm going to be eating those crumbed fish fillets that I'm cooking in the air fryer. And I'll also be making sweet potato fries in the air fryer, which will hopefully be, yeah, a little bit crispy and soft and salty and delicious. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for those answers. Everything sounds delicious. I've got so much inspiration. <laughs> yeah, well, you've made me excited about all the things I've got in my cupboard as well. So that's that's good. That's good. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's really yeah, awesome to be part of this series. Thanks for listening. Just quickly, if you have an idea for someone we should interrogate about their eating habits, let us know by sending us a message on Instagram. We're at Ingredipedia or on our website, ingredipedia.com.au. See you later.